This podcast is a resource of givinglight.org. If we are going to live a life free from worry and anxiety, we need to understand this powerful truth that true abundance is not the excess of possessions. True abundance is a person. Let me say it this way. It's not what we possess that gives us abundance, but who possesses us. Let's look at this truth in action. Philippians 4, 11 through 13. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased. I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We see here that Paul's abundant life, his ability to do all things well, was not dependent on his external circumstances, but rather on his personal connection to Christ. Remember, true abundance is a person. So no matter what situation Paul found himself in externally, he was able to rule govern himself, his internal reality, through Christ who strengthened him. The word content in this context means independent of external circumstances. Paul was able to rule. He was able to govern his heart to be free from worry, anxiety, and restlessness. He was able to have peaceful satisfaction in the midst of external uncertainty. Why? Because Paul's ability to be content in all things was not dependent upon his own sufficiency or his own ability, but rather on Christ's sufficiency. In the Amplified Translation, it says, I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. Notice that contentment was something that Paul had to learn. This was not his automatic response. What did he say? For I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. The Greek word for learn means to learn by use and practice, to be in the habit of and accustomed to, meaning this was a process of maturity, a process of emotional and spiritual growth in Paul's life through the work of the Holy Spirit. Being content in whatever situation doesn't happen overnight. It takes intentionality and co-laboring with the Spirit of God. Now, if we don't see this passage of Scripture in full context, we'll miss that Paul teaches us the steps he took to learn contentment. Philippians 4, 4 through 4-9. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is any Thing praiseworthy. Meditate on these things. The things which you've learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do. And the God of peace will be with you. Then in verse 11, Paul declares, For I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. Let's go over the steps that Paul took to walk out his contentment. The first one is rejoice in the Lord always. And in case you missed it, I'll say it again rejoice. 
So when is this response appropriate? According to Paul, it's always. So whatever situation you're facing, rejoicing in the Lord is essential. Paul goes on to teach us to let our gentleness be known to all men. Who would have thought that if I interact with those around me with gentleness and humility and empathy, that would set me up to have internal peace? It's so simple, but so powerful. Paul goes on to say, be anxious for nothing. What is he trying to say? Don't allow fear to be your motivation. Don't allow fear and worry and anxiety to control your decisions. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, what is prayer? Communication and fellowship with God. And supplication is a seeking and asking and inquiring a desire to understand. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, be thankful. Come on. Be thankful and let your requests be made known to God. Then Paul declares that the Spirit of God would watch over and guard your heart and mind. Wait a second. Who will guard your heart and mind? The manifested presence of peace would guard your heart and mind. So let me get this right. If I do these things, God promises to guard my heart and my mind. And we know from Scripture that He commands us to guard our heart and mind. But in this Scripture, it says, if you do these things, I will partner with you and I will guard your heart and mind. What a beautiful picture of co-laboring with God. In verse 9, the things which you've learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. Obviously, we know that God's promised us that he would never leave us or forsake us, which is a covenantal promise we have with him. So how can Paul suggest, if you do these things, the God of peace will be with you? Well, I believe this implies a couple of truths. The first one is his work in us involves cooperation. Now, I'm not talking about salvation. I'm talking about maturity. I'm talking about transformation. I'm talking about spiritual growth. What did Paul say? For I have learned to be content. The second thing that this implies is that his spirit, his presence has degrees of manifestation. So Paul is teaching us how to steward God's presence so that we can experience the increased manifested presence of peace, which will ultimately guard our hearts and minds. Contentment is to be free from worry, anxiety, and restlessness, no matter what is happening around us. Now, to seal it, Paul exhorts us to meditate on these things, whatever is true, noble, just, pure, lovely, of good report, virtuous, and praiseworthy. Think on these things. This is really important to understand. To the degree that we partner with peace is the degree in which we will experience it. Philippians 4.13. Now, this is out of the Amplified. I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. 
If you would like more resources on this topic, I encourage you to check out the free resource page for this episode. You can find the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and until next time, stay hungry and keep seeking.